Hey, Chosen Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 7 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you the Seasons of Life series, where we interview different guests and friends of ours in different stages of life. We believe in the power of testimony, and the Word makes it clear that we are better together. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first six seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us. And, and let's, let's get, get this, this party started. Hey, Chosen Girl fam. Welcome back for another episode of the Tell Me About It podcast. It's just Liz today, and we've got another special guest, our resident theologian, Isaac Gray. He is the pastor of Smithville uh, Cumberland Presbyterian Church, um, where I attend. He is a wealth of knowledge, as you know, if you've been following. He's been on our podcast for, I think, two or three times now. Um, It's, it's, you know, we start losing count, mm-hmm. but always, always glad to have you back. Thank you for sharing your, your knowledge mm-hmm. and wisdom and giving us an insight. As you know, Christmas is right around the corner, mm-hmm. and it's time for us to talk about Advent. Fun. We like Advent. <laughs> we do like Advent. Now, I will admit that I didn't know, really have a clue about what Advent really was until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just kind of even, just diving right in, what is Advent? Okay, well, first, thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. And I think your comment, theologian and resident, is a little <laughs> over the top. I don't know if I can qualify for that. But I guess since I'm the only theologian really here and That's it's right. a church, I'll take it. <laughs> so anyway, thanks. So you made the comment that you didn't really know what Advent was till you were, you were an adult. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably stems from different church traditions Mm -hmm. so so advent is typically more a liturgical side of the church thing Mm -hmm. so so if you grew up in a baptist church or a assembly of god church you won't hear that word used much because they don't talk about advent Mm -hmm. and our church we talk about the first sunday of advent to baptists or assembly god folks it's just another sunday Closer to Christmas, mm-hmm. so it and so what I mean by liturgical, it, it falls more in line with the Catholic side of the church, Lutherans, Methodists, Presbyterians. That branch is where you'll find this term Advent thrown around. Yeah, and so Advent, for those who are maybe not even in the church, lines up with the Christmas season. Now Advent has a specific starting point and ending point in the church, but it coincides with our cultural. Christmas, I mean, and it focuses around this, well, sort of the same themes. Mm-hmm. So, I guess just a few basic, I guess that's just a little primer mm-hmm. to get going. A few basic thoughts then. Um, so, Advent typically starts the first Sunday after Thanksgiving. And it's, four, it's the four Sundays preceding Christmas. And if Christmas is on a Sunday, like it is this year, that Sunday is on Advent Sunday. That is actually the beginning of the Christmas season, which is a different season in the church. Advent okay. leads up to Christmas. Christmas season starts on Christmas Day and runs through, I think, January 6th, I believe. That and that's familiar. where we get the 12 days. That's where we get the 12 days of Christmas. That's where it comes from. I did not know that. So this is permission for all people to leave your tree up till January 6th. <laughs> 
You don't have to take it down before the new year. You don't, you do not have to worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> I dread taking it down. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people just don't want to. Um, so that's the Advent season, those four Sundays leading up to. And what it basically is is just preparation for the coming of Christ. The word Advent means arrival. It's from mm-hmm. the Latin word Adventus, Adventus, mm-hmm. however you say it, A-D-V-E-N-T-U-S. So, again, which means arrival or coming. So we... Think about the coming of Christ to earth. Wow. So there's a few opening thoughts for you. You can That's ask questions out of that if you like. <laughs> well, I, I just had to make a short note of Adventist, like arriving, the coming. Mm-hmm. And I think we we would say that about a lot of different things and our constant looking forward to something. Sure. It always feels like from, from day one, you're always looking forward to something. And I think this applies especially to some of our younger audience that, you know, they may be graduating high school and they're mm-hmm. looking forward to college and you graduate college, you look forward to, you know, a career, or, you know, to relationships and everything else. And so I feel like we've been preparing to right. look forward to something for forever. Sure. Do you, do you think, well, well, to put the question to you, Elizabeth, yeah. as the host, do you think that, God built into the nature of us this desire for what's what am I looking for? this desire for I believe he put in this the desire for more, but this desire mm-hmm. for a coming, for an arrival. So we're always that's why we're always looking forward to stuff. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's kind of built into us as part of God's creation? I have no doubt. I have no doubt. It's mm-hmm. so we we just live for expectation. Right. We're always expecting right. something. I think about that scene from The Incredibles. He's like, what are you waiting for? He's like, something amazing, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like, always just looking forward to. So, it, yeah, that doesn't surprise me Sure. And I had never thought about that, yeah. I guess, till this moment. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. one of those things God weaved into us. Mm-hmm. Because he knew from the get-go he was going to send his son. Exactly. He knew from the get-go the son was going to come back again to make everything right. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like he, not that he had to, he wanted to build that into us. It's oh, yeah. part of our core being that we look for and long. That's good. That more. That is pretty I never good. thought about that I before. Had neither. I had neither. <laughs> Sent me in this moment. Yeah. Hmm. Tricky. So with I mean, with the coming and, and you know, and that that the season of expectation and I think we all just look forward to it in general because right. Christmas holiday season is yeah, it it's good. joyous mm-hmm. and hopeful and you know, mm-hmm. people are kind and giving. Mm-hmm. But outside of just those general things that we look forward to, why is it worth exploring and observing? I talked about this, of course, you heard this yesterday in the mm-hmm. sermon. And I think that's it, which is that we, can I use the example of Talladega Nights on the podcast? Oh, for sure. Is that, is that allowed? Oh, 1,000%. I use it in church, so surely it's okay for a podcast. It definitely is. So I talked about yesterday in the sermon. That think about the, the Talladega Nights episode. Ricky Bobby, they're around the table, they're praying. Ricky Bobby and his, his pal, Cal, and the wife and the kids and the, uh, the grandfather, they're sitting around and, he, and they say grace. They're praying. And, of course, we all remember, if you've seen it, that Ricky Bobby prays to the little eight-pound, six-ounce baby Jesus. He just keeps emphasizing that. I pray to him. And he, he makes the comment in the movie that, that I, the reason I pray to this Jesus is because that's the version I like the best. 
And of course, they go on the mm-hmm. table, and one of them likes a ninja Jesus, <laughs> and whatever else did they talk about? I don't remember. It's really sacrilegious. It's yeah. terrible stuff. <laughs> terrible. But it makes the point, and and, and, I, and I made the point with that, saying I think so many of us would fall in that same boat. Mm-hmm. I like the little baby Jesus because he's safe. Mm-hmm. He's comfortable. What does little baby Jesus demand of me? No, nothing. Yeah. He can't talk yet. Mm-hmm. So he, he can't tell me to take up my cross and follow him. He can't tell me to die to myself. Mm-hmm. He can't. He's not saying that stuff. He's just cute and adorable like babies are. Everybody loves babies because they're adorable. Even if they're ugly, they're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we can just look at him and say, oh, he's so cute mm-hmm. and fantastic. It's a new, new life. But when I get tired of looking at him, what can I do? I can, I can walk away from him. Mm-hmm. Just walk away and, and do my own thing. But the adult Jesus, which, of course, the baby grows up to be, yeah. he does make demands of his followers. Mm-hmm. Take up your cross, follow me. Die to yourself. Serve others. Love unconditionally. That's, that's really hard stuff. Oh, yeah. Really tough things. But if I'm looking to, just looking to baby Jesus, I don't have to think about those things. Mm-hmm. Because little baby Jesus is comfortable and adorable. Oh, yeah. But adult Jesus, who calls me to things, who gives his life on the cross... It's a whole different call. Yeah. Whole different call. So that's how we have to kind of see the, we don't kind of, we have to see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Even in Advent, even during Advent, when we focus on the birth of Jesus, which we should do, that's a good thing to do, but we can't divorce it, separate it from the big picture and right. lose sight of who he really is and what he will accomplish mm-hmm. and what he will do. Talking about the second coming. So you mentioned that Advent is the four it's the four weeks leading up until mm-hmm. Christmas. What are the differences between those four weeks and do they reflect that growth, that transition that of mm-hmm. who Jesus is will be, you know, we're celebrating mm-hmm. his birth and what's coming? Hmm. I don't know that they I don't know that they reflect that growth or who he will become. Uh, it just really focuses on the birth. And the first Sunday of Advent will always be a second coming text, Mm -hmm. which I preached yesterday, which I don't always do that, but I did yesterday. And then the other, other times it'll talk about, you'll have a passage on John the Baptist Mm -hmm. or maybe Elizabeth visits Mary Mm -hmm. and that whole episode or various things. There's not really, it doesn't really build Mm -hmm. on it. And the, the different themes will be light, promise, hope. I, I think, I, I believe there are specific Sundays, for like when you light the Advent candles. Oh, yeah. They're called, those Advent candles are called specific candle of promise, mm-hmm. candle of hope, candle of joy. I don't know if they are because I don't use them like that. I just mm-hmm. make them fit whatever we're doing for that particular Sunday. So in that vein, I'm not, don't line up whole, all the way with the way Advent and the lectionary traditionally works. Mm-hmm. So you can, I guess the point is, you can make them mean whatever you want, within reason, of course. Oh, yeah. But there are prescribed things, but you don't really have to go that route. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, no, it, sort it, of. You might it does. You might clarify again. It's kind of... And, no, it's all good. I, I will tell you, I'm, I'm now about to get off on a slight rabbit trail and thinking <laughs> about... So, you know, Advent is the, the coming of Jesus for... We're talking about Christmas and his birth. Mm-hmm. And we often... I'm, it makes me think about Lent and how mm-hmm. we are preparing okay. for Easter. Right. What are some of the similarities between those two 
um, events that we celebrate and observe within the church? Hmm. See, now you're getting tough questions. So making me put things <laughs> together. Well, yes. Uh, I think, well, the similar, the first thing my brain always goes to, which is true for, for I, I hope, should be everything the church does, is is it, it, it points to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Advent points to Jesus. Lent goes to Easter, which is about Jesus. Yeah. So uh, I guess we could say that the similarities are we're just getting our hearts ready to mm-hmm. see the Savior fully for who He is. Oh, Again, great. then this goes back to the Ricky Bobby prayer. Mm-hmm. Right? We want to put Him in compartments and see Him in different areas, but He's all one person, entity, being, whatever, however we, whatever mm-hmm. word we use to describe who Jesus is. He's all one. And so we can't lose one part of Jesus. We can't ignore one part mm-hmm. to focus on another. We Now, we do focus on certain themes at certain mm-hmm. times, but we have to keep, again, that big picture. I know I said that once. Yeah. Keep going back to that big picture. Yeah, the, it, it, it matters. The, the yeah. whole picture matters, and you have to have it. I it mean, does. it's a it's a almost like a yin and yang kind of thing. Sure. It's a balance between the two. You can't have one without the other. Sure. Um, how do you think that we can be more intentional with preparing our hearts for Lent, keeping the big picture in mind? Yeah. Um, I don't know that I have any specific steps. I think it's just a general, and this is not a good answer probably, it's just a general awareness of what this season is about. Mm -hmm. We live in a culture that loves Christmas. Oh, yeah. Loves, I mean, who doesn't love the Christmas season? It's warm, fuzzy. It's it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Lights and everybody's coming together. That's incredible. But we don't want to let that stuff become the main focus mm-hmm. and point of what we're doing. So we, so we have to intentionally, whether that's through devotions, church, church services, special church services, conversations, keep our minds turned toward the reason we have, we've, we have this Christmas season at all. Right. Because God came to earth. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes effort. It's, it's hard living in 2022 America to not get sucked into the warm fuzzies of Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's tough. And then when it's all over, when Christmas Day is over, it's just kind of done. Back to work, back to life, the feelings are gone. Yeah. So we have to uh, really work, again, through various ways to keep our hearts and minds in the right place and focus Mm -hmm. towards the right thing. And and I'm not against Christmas at all. I'm not against parades and parties i love all that stuff it's, mm-hmm. it's fun but we got to keep keep our minds as followers of christ turned in the right in the right direction oh yeah and and being part of a church devotionals all those things will help us keep pointing in the right direction for sure and a few weeks ago we had our friend um whitney simpson she just wrote a, an advent mm-hmm. uh, devotional um, that's out now. So if you guys haven't seen that episode, go back and listen to it because I'm about to start mine. I'm a day behind, but I'm starting it today. <laughs> I just got my copy this weekend, so that's that's the reason I'm a little late. But um, I think it's so important, like you said, the devotionals and the, having that intentional time with 
intentional people because also when you're we're talking about advent i must admit that i also think about all the fun advent calendars that are out there and though they're supposed to be there to you know have a Mm -hmm. daily thing to point you back to christ Mm -hmm. there are one advent calendars for you know cookies and i even saw one for jam and i was like if i ever see that in costco (laughs) it's coming home with me (laughs) i mean who would have thought that we'd have all these different advent calendars and then suddenly you realize it. You got it, you know, you started doing Advent to, mm-hmm. to celebrate Jesus, but suddenly it becomes about all these little Certainly. these little things and trinkets and gifts and things that you can get along the way. Certainly. Um, what is that? Um, so as we're talking about kind of like along that journey, you know, and um, really uh, leading up to Christmas, in, in an ideal world, what do you think Advent should look like for most people? Oh, an ideal world. What should Advent look like for most people? Uh yeah, cliche answer. Totally <laughs> focused on Christ. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's the ideal answer. Mm-hmm. That that's that's what you want. That that we that that we as a pastor, what mm-hmm. I want for my people is that we f- we truly get it. Mm-hmm. That we truly get what Advent is about. Mm-hmm. What the the first coming of Christ. Is about and, and sometimes I wonder, Elizabeth, if I'm being honest, like, do I fully get? Mm-hmm. Do I get what it's about? That's real. Or, or have I, in some sense, fooled myself? Mm. And and I'm and I'm unknowingly propped up by the happiness and fuzziness of, uh, of the cultural celebration. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is kind of the capper, so it looks like. Wow. Does this make sense? Yeah, yeah. It looks like and feels like my joy is in Jesus. But in a sense, it's really in the cultural feelings of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell you how you can get an answer to this really easily. It, it, if you're ever sick on Christmas, mm-hmm. you have the flu or COVID or whatever, like, where's your joy level been? Yeah. Because right? it's still the day we celebrate wow. Jesus being born. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Do I have the same joy mm. as I as I did if I was with everybody? Mm. I mean, we all had it a couple years ago in 2020, COVID. Oh, right? yeah. That would look, you're looking really strange. A lot of people were separated. Mm-hmm. What did my joy look like that year? Wow. When I didn't have all this stuff, didn't have all these parties, didn't mm-hmm. have all these get-togethers and parades, it was it was gone. Yeah. So that, I think, if, if you're a Christian, if you are a Christian, in that period, that you can look back mm-hmm. and think, okay, what did that season look like? How did it feel for me yeah. that I still have that same joy in life because Christ is born and He's here, yeah. irregardless of all the other fluff and things? I think that's the that's a real test. That's some food for thought. Right I mean, that kind of got off your question. That's okay. No, that's that's it's, good because I mean I don't I don't think I've ever taken a moment to think about. But immediately when you said that, and I think back about where was where was my brain my brain space just like during that time, and I just remember it was still a time of being grateful. Sure, like things could have looked so differently right. in so many different ways. Right. But it's it's still a choice. Yeah, it's a choice we all make. It certainly is. So yeah, I guess to loop back around your question, yeah. the ideal is just to say it again that people get it mm. and we get what it's about. That we truly can appreciate all the cultural stuff because I know the foundation mm-hmm. for all the world's 
celebration stuff, it, it has its foundation in right. Christ. I mean, think about the lights. Yeah. What does the scripture say about Jesus? He's the light of the world. Right. I, it's, it's there. You look around and see these lights, trees, houses, buildings everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like, am I going to let all, all this stuff drive me back to mm -hmm. the real source, which is, which is Jesus? I mean, you think about a, a big part of uh, the Christmas season is, is singing, it's caroling. Mm -hmm. Let's turn your radio. When's the one time of the year you turn on a secular radio station and you can hear Christmas carols? Yeah. It's it's That's this it. it's this time of year. Turn on turn the Chris, turn the secular radio on in May. You won't hear nothing about Jesus. Yeah. But at Christmas time, it's okay. That's mm -hmm. it, it's acceptable. Yeah. Right. So can I? Wow. So I hope I can let little things like that mm -hmm. pull me back, or even just think about fellowship. Like we're communal people. I mean, read the scriptures. Fellowship is huge. Mm -hmm. Community is massively big. Oh yeah. In the scriptures. We love get-togethers. Mm -hmm. Am I going to let that those things point me back to in the direction of what this season is really about? That's good. Every moment is an opportunity, Certainly. especially in this season. Certainly. So um, you mentioned the second coming, and mm -hmm. I know that you mentioned that yesterday in your sermon mm -hmm. as well. But would you share just a little bit about some of the similarities and some of the differences between the first coming Advent and the second coming of Jesus? Yeah. yeah. So... So there are two Advents, right? Christmas and the Second Coming. Mm -hmm. That's it. There's none others in this world. Two Advents. <laughs> Jesus is coming to earth twice. Yes. Once has already happened, the one is yet to come. Uh -huh. When it will be, we don't know. We just know Jesus promised, I'm coming. Mm -hmm. And I think, I guess if, if you dug a little deeper and thought about it a lot more, you could, you could find more similarities. But just the one surface similarity, I think there's only just a couple, is Jesus is coming to earth. But I, I think they kind of stopped there. It's a big deal. It is. Because you think about the first advent, Jesus came as a baby. Mm -hmm. He was humble. He was. It was quiet. Mm -hmm. There was little fanfare. I mean, we have the shepherds and angels, but it wasn't like a worldwide proclamation, the Savior of the world is here. Right. right? So it was quiet. He was dependent on parents. Mm -hmm. He had to grow up as a little boy, as a toddler, and grow into into adulthood So he, and when he began his ministry. So you think about that first advent compared to the second. When he comes a second time, what's it going to look like? Yeah. It's going to be way different. Oh, it's yeah. not going to be quiet. He's not going to be humble. He's going to be a conquering king who rules and reigns. And his kingdom is going to be set up. And people will know. People will know when Jesus shows up. Oh, there yeah. won't anybody be waking up late saying, <laughs> oh, Jesus is here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People will know. So the, the really, the only similarity is Jesus comes. I think the differences are a lot more vast mm -hmm. because of what that will look like. And, you know, Scripture tells us every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Right. And we, we believe that will happen based on Scripture. And so it'll look way different. Oh, yeah. For sure. It, after Sunday school, we were talking about, you know, the sermon. And just to sum it up, and it's a phrase that I say all the time, and we even have a, an episode named after this, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's right. And so in that in that thought of staying ready, you know, rather the, you know, rather our second advent is going to be tomorrow, next mm -hmm. week, in 10 years, yeah. or not even in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. How can we stay ready with that, with that same... Um, just gumption that we do that we have at Christmas with the same expectant spirit right yeah 
the reality is it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's hard. We know that. I'm a pastor. I'm a preacher. My job is to preach and teach and counsel people. It's it's hard for me Yeah. to maintain that alertness mm-hmm. and, and readiness. And I, I don't know what the answer is to that, Liz. Yeah. I, I really yeah. don't. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> if you, I, I don't have, I mean, we could, I could obviously say the cliche things like, Read your Bible. Mm-hmm. Spend time in prayer. Be a part of a church. Those are the cliche answers, but I think I think they're the right answers. Yeah. I, I don't think I know they're the right answers. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're always looking for a magic pill mm-hmm. to keep the flames burning hot. Now, there are times that God, in His grace, gives us a conference or we read a book or we have a conversation, and He stirs those flames oh, up. Oh, yeah. I believe sometimes it has to be more like a continual, constant burn. Yeah, that's as a, good. As opposed to a, a flame up for a while, then the flame goes out. Flame up for a while, and the flame goes out. I want that consistency. And again, the cliche answer is that comes from being in the scriptures. That comes from prayer. That comes from being part of a church, mm-hmm. small group, Bible study, whatever it is. Again, that's the that, that's no, not that's, a magic answer. That's a, that's a good I response. Think it's it. I think it's it. The consistency, because I think all the time really we talk is. about just the stirring of, of a fire and mm-hmm. that it, but it, we, I don't think we think about how it feels to that thought of high highs and low lows right. versus a consistent, you know, like right. relationship with, you know, being in the word, being right. in prayer, being in right. community. It's all those things and mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to look the same in every Certainly. season and it can't look the same. I mean, Certainly. our lives change so much. Yeah. And so hopefully that, that feels like a, a burden's being lifted off of someone's back for if they don't feel like they're in the same right. same groove that they once were. I'm right. like, it's okay that it looks different. Yeah. You know, God yeah. invites us to yeah. come. And it's, and it's a very intentional, I love the word intentional. It's a very intentional process. Mm. Like I have my routine. It, it looks, almost every morning it looks the same. Like I, I know I'm going to begin with, uh, I follow a thing called the wake-up call. It's just a recording, different recording. Every day it's sent out. And that helps get my mind focused and going the right direction. Even if I don't have half an hour, sometimes I have half an hour. Sometimes we've got uh, ten minutes, twelve minutes. But that gets my mind focused. I just, I just cannot overstate the importance of of that consistent, ongoing, everyday time yeah. and leaning into that. And then when Advent comes or Lent comes, I'm going to read a devotional. Like I've just bought myself a, a devotional for Advent, mm-hmm. and that helps kind of point me in this this season of Advent to focus on this thing while, while, you know, maintain this consistent growth. But in this season, I'm leaning into Advent with this book that I've got, which starts, I think, to Wednesday. Yeah. The intentionality of it really is makes all the difference in the world. That's the boring answer, but it's the right answer. Yeah. That's how you do it. Well, I mean, when you talk about it in this standpoint, it seems so abstract, but we think about how intentional we are with friendships and relationships Certainly. and and work, Certainly. and it's kind of like the the question of you get quality responses when you ask quality questions, right. and so when you do quality actions, you get quality right. you know results. Right. And the you know investing in the Lord, we say, I say this all the time on the pod, investing in the Lord will never return void. That's right. I'm like you will always benefit from it, That's right. and it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And um. So if if it's if that just means that you're listening to Caleb or whatever Certainly. you know on your way to work and that's all you have to give that day, praise God that yeah. you that you gave it, you yeah. know. And, and and I like the way you said it. it's it's and it's 
and and part of that is believing that that what God says is true, mm. that His word is accurate. That that if I invest, that it won't return void. Yeah. If I seek to draw near to Him, He'll make Himself known to me. Mm-hmm. Like that's all over Scripture. Believing those things to be true and trusting the Spirit to do the Spirit's work in me, as He says He will. Amen. He'll do it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've only been on this earth for twenty eight years, and I mean, He's never let me down yet. So I'm gonna keep on believing. True. <laughs> so um, I know that we're getting we're we're wrapping up on our time, but um, something that just came to mind thinking about. Those that are alone during the season, mm-hmm. those that have lost loved ones, those that may feel like um, the hope and the joy and the things that yeah. we typically rely on is gone. Mm-hmm. Do you have any kind of words of encouragement for those individuals this season? Yeah. I just think the words of encouragement would be what Scripture tells us, that the Lord yeah. is near. Like, mm-hmm. Emmanuel, God, God with, with us. us. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the promise. And, and believing that to be true. Yeah. It's so easy, given our human nature, given the culture we, <clears throat> excuse me, given the culture we live in, to believe that's not true, that mm-hmm. God's not with me. Yeah. Because we're, we often wrongly believe that if things are falling apart, God's nowhere near, God's nowhere to be found. Like yeah. if my spouse just died two weeks ago, we're this close to Christmas. Where's God in this? Yeah. Like, something went wrong, so God's not near. But so we, it's almost like a reminding ourselves of that truth that God is near. God mm-hmm. is with us. And that's what, that's what Advent's all about. Exactly. Emmanuel, God with us. And I, th- I think that's encouragement. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's believing those truths. And even if that means reading those scriptures over and over and over, yeah. Matthew 1. God with us mm-hmm. and remind ourselves of, of those facts. Even when it doesn't feel like yeah, that's truth, that's reality. But it is. It oh, is. yeah. Staking our life on that. That's so good. Isaac, thank you so much. Do you have anything else you want to share with our listeners? Um, No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, there's other things I could talk about, but I think I'm good. Nothing pressing on the mind right now. Okay. Well, uh, as always, you're always welcome to be on the pod. Thanks for always being so willing to be one of our special guests. And you will forever be known as our resident theologian. We really appreciate that. (laughs) All right. Okay. I'm going to live with that. I'll change your your name in my phone to resident theologian Isaac Gray. You're probably the only person who had me in your phone is that. (laughs) Nobody else would have that in their phone when I call. Hey, hey, high honored. And we could get a little, I could wear a little fedora and you could put a picture whenever I call, picture would go, me and my little fedora, resident theologian. That's right. (laughs) That'd be perfect. Well, listeners, thanks so much for joining us this episode and this season. Um, We can't wait for you to join us next season uh, coming in January. Uh, But it'll be another great one. And one last question. Oh, my gosh, Isaac, it's been a season of seasons. And I've asked this question to every guest. Okay. If you had to name just a season of life that you're in right now, or even the Advent season as a seasoning, which one would you choose? As a seasoning? Mm -hmm. Like that you put on foods? That's right. I, Elizabeth, I can't even I can't even name two seasonings, much less know which one is my life. Any of them? I don't. I just I don't know any. I don't cook. No way. I don't cook. I don't like cooking. No. Oh man. I don't. I'm sorry to disappoint you. That's okay. That's okay. But I, I, I I can't name any. You know, I mean, it's not even a seasoning. The thing I thought that you would say would be something like. 
parsley or like something green because it makes me think of Christmas. But honestly, I thought about Christmas sprinkles. It's not even the seasoning, but like. Well, that's the thing. You know? if, Elizabeth, if you ask me, if your question was, Isaac, name for me one seasoning. Yeah. You know what my answer would be? What? Salt. <laughs> no. Nothing. I no. don't know what any are. That's what the point of the silence was. I don't know any. Bless your heart. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I know. I know. Season takes care takes care of you. Then you're not starving that's, out here. So. That's true. <laughs> or eating bland food. I know you're that's not right. doing that either. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Anyways, um, but thank you all for joining us for another another season. We love y'all so much, and we'll see you back next year. Right, bye. <laughs> well, chosen girl fam, that's it for season seven. Thank you so much for joining us for our Seasons of Life series this season. We hope you feel seen, loved, and mentored. We pray you have a wonderful Advent season leading up to Christmas Day. As usual, if you ever need us, you can find us on Instagram or at thechosengirl.com. And feel free to bench this season or others on your podcast platform of choice. We love you all so much and are so honored to have you here. We will see you in the spring of 2023 for Season 8 of the Tell Me About It podcast. Bye. Bye.